voice of the world The sound with the beat The sound that sets you tapping your feet Radio, the sound of year-round pleasure The sound of the news, rhythm and blues Tchaikovsky swing, whatever you choose Radio, the sound of year-round pleasure Welcome to All Things Radio, your weekly radio magazine, with radio news from a national perspective, call and format changes, sports news, featured radio stations from yesterday and today, your voicemails and phone calls, as well as special guests and featured segments. And now here's your host, Bill Sparks. Educate, syncopate, radio communicate, radio, the sound of year-round pleasure. Hello and a very good evening from a very beautiful, at least weather-wise, Indianapolis today. Hope you're doing well. We've got a lot of radio news for you and all kinds of things. Jeff? We certainly do. Good evening to everybody and the usual, all the usual panel members are here. We'll say good evening to them as well. We have a busy, busy program this week. First of all, we've got radio news, some of it dealing with the hurricane, hurricane that uh, is really kind of caused havoc in the Bahamas. We've got radio news about iHeartMedia, and we've got all kinds of radio news. We also have some classic air checks, and we've got two featured stations. You know, Labor Day was a time for format changes, and we've got Active Rock is Heard on WKLS-FM in Atlanta, Georgia, and we have an, an 80s-based format, a radio station. I'm sorry, a 90s-based format. I think it's 90s. I, my script gun went away from me. On WHBQ-HD2 in Memphis, Tennessee. That's owned and operated by, uh, by Flint Broadcasting. And, you know, we've got the usual thing, and we're going to get to part two of that feature on WLW and the whole history behind that radio station as well. So all in all, we do have a very, very busy show this week. Yes, we do. We really, really do. Does anybody need to say anything before we get into Jeff's award-winning news? Who would want to delay an award-winning news? I only know one of what award I've won. Oh, maybe I've won the Golden Mike Award. No, that's not that. That would that's too uh, that's too high an award. No, I think that was Mike Love that won that. Yeah, that is what, pi- what piece. Of, what piece of radio uh, with the hurricane, Jeff? Is this if if people really want to listen to it tonight when it's going to make its closest approach? Uh, the station that I have found that is covering it well is in Wilmington, North Carolina. It's W A. A-V. That's who's covering it of the news. Also, uh, also JAMA 99.9 in Wilmington. Uh, and all the Sunrise Broadcasting Station, I guess one of them 107.5. They're all wall-to-wall. They were wall-to-wall this morning uh, with it. So. And are they, are they, is it radio coverage or are they picking up the local yeah, TV? They're do, they may be doing some TV, but when I heard them this morning, they were taking calls. And you might also be interested to know that some of the radio companies, I know Entercom, iHeartMedia, are uh, two companies, and we'll talk about this next week because we'll get more information, are doing fundraisers and collecting items to be distributed to the folks in the Bahamas who are really in need. I mean, that the, the uh, one of those islands in the Bahamas really got destroyed. So, yeah, I, uh, I was listening uh, to Grand Bahamas. I was listening to some of the uh, coverage on ZNS, and it was just heartbreaking to hear it. I mean, it just was. Mm. Yeah. Very heartbreaking. So... 
It's going to be very interesting, and we'll hear more about it next week. We're not going to see too much of it in the Northeast. You guys might see it on the eastern side of Massachusetts, but I'm not really yeah, sure. Yeah, they have tropical storm warnings on the on the Cape, but it's not going to be, or I watch, I should say. Uh, no, and up here we'll have maybe 20, 30 mile an hour winds, some rain. But, uh, yeah, it, uh, it's, we, the United States was very lucky. Uh, the Bahamas yeah. was not. All right, Bill, why don't we do that radio radio news? We're going to do radio news and the call and feedback. So they're all kind of one package now. Two for the price of one. Two for the price of one. I'm Jeff Bennett for All Things Radio, and here's what's happening in the world of broadcasting. Radio comes to the rescue for hurricane victims in the Bahamas. Radio One purchases Mike Francis's Mike On app. We'll let you know what's happening on the street, provide you with cord-cutting news, and begin our look at the Nielsen August Personal People Meter Ratings. It was yet another busy week this week in the world of broadcast, and Hurricane Dorian certainly made radio news. Anyone who listens to radio will realize that Hurricane Dorian has been the top news story on news talk radio stations, on normal news radio stations, and even on music radio stations. In the case of iHeartMedia, iHeartMedia Media is going all out to help the victims of Hurricane Dorian in the Bahamas. iHeartMedia's Miami radio cluster will be holding a radiothon on Thursday and Friday to help the victims of Hurricane Dorian in the Bahamas. The Miami stations involved are WHYIFM, WZTUFM, WMIAFM, WMIBFM, WBGGFM, as well as WIODAM and WINZAM. In other news, Mike Francesa has sold his Mike's On app to the folks at Edicom. This is a win-win situation for both Edicom and Mike Francesa. Mike Francesa's Mike. Mike's On app is the app that promoted Mike Francis's radio show with extra content. And now that extra content in the Mike's On app will be folded into the Radio.com app. Now let's take a quick look and find out what's happening on the street. Folks in Boston will be waking up to a new morning show on radio station WKLB-FM. With Jackson Blue moving from mornings to afternoons on this radio station, the folks at WKLB needed a new morning co-host, and they found that morning co-host. His name is John Weir, and he comes to this radio station after working for radio station KMBZ in Kansas City, Missouri. And the new show is titled Weir and Ailer brown in the morning and of course we'll provide you with an air check of this morning's show in a future all things radio live broadcast and also makes other news as they're going to be producing a program and airing it on sunday concerning mental health in conjunction with suicide prevention week this is a year-long campaign where Entercom will be producing mental health related commercials and public service announcements that you'll hear on all of Entercom's own and operated radio stations in other news iHeartMedia is also working in the area of public service with a campaign on preventing opioid abuse they'll be airing public service announcements and vignettes concerning the this problem on all 850 iHeart-owned and operated radio stations. How can you get a radio announcer to come out of retirement? Make him an offer that he can't refuse. And that's happened at Endicom, as Mike Kennedy is coming back working for Endicom at the Kansas City Cluster. Mike Kennedy will be the new operations manager and program director for radio station WDAF-FM, programming a country format, and WZPT-FM with a hot adult contemporary format. Congratulations go out to Jay Hicks, who's the new program director at radio station WPGC-FM in Washington, D.C. The station is owned and operated by Endicom. He comes to this radio station after working for Town Square Media at radio station WBLK-FM in Buffalo, New York. In other news, sports radio WXOS-FM in St. Louis, Missouri has restructured its weekday lineup. The station is owned and operated by Hubbard Broadcasting. Anthony Stolter's The Turn, which originally aired from 1 p.m. to 3 p.m., is moving from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. And the Fastlane Radio Show will air from 2 p.m. to 6 p.m. Finally, with the demise of the ESPN Deportes Spanish service, Andrew Virginia is changing all of its radio stations from ESPN to 
Portes to Ranchero Music using the Jose moniker. Now here's some cord-cutting news. Nexstar and AT&T have come to an agreement, and those Nexstar television stations have now been returned to DirecTV and DirecTV Now. Decades TV and MeTV are paying tribute to the late Valerie Harper. Both channels will be airing Rhoda and Mary Tyler Moore. If you live in a market that's owned and operated by Great Television, have no fear. You won't be losing your Fox affiliates. Great Television and Fox have come to an agreement, so those Fox affiliates will be on all Great Television stations in the future. Finally, a new streaming channel owned and operated by CBS and programmed by Martha Stewart and Emerald Lagasse will be airing starting next week. The new channel is called DAB, and it will be available in 109 television markets. Now it's time to begin our look at the Nielsen August Personal People Meter Ratings. In New York City, the number one ranked radio station is WLTWFM with an adult contemporary format. The number two ranked radio station is WBLSFM with an adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in New York City is WCBS-FM with a classic hits format. In Los Angeles, California, the number one ranked radio station is KOST-FM with an adult contemporary format. The number two ranked radio station, and we haven't seen this one as number two for a while, is KBIG-FM with a hot adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Los Angeles, California is KRTH-FM with a classic hits format. In Chicago, Illinois, the top two radio stations are owned and operated by Hubbard Broadcasting. Number one is WTMX-FM with a hot adult contemporary format. The number two ranked radio station is WDRV-FM with a classic rock format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Chicago, Illinois is WVAZ-FM with an urban adult contemporary format. In San Francisco, California, the number one, two, and three ranked radio stations are news, news talk, and sports. Number one is KQED-FM. That's the public broadcaster with a news talk and information format. The number two ranked radio station is KCBS-AM with its all news operation. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in San Francisco, California is KNBR-AM with its all sports operation. In Dallas, Texas, the number one ranked radio station is KHKS-FM with a pop CHR format. The number two ranked radio station is KLTY-FM with a Christian adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Dallas, Texas is KZPS-FM with a classic rock format. In Houston, Texas, the number one ranked radio station is KMJQ-FM with an urban adult contemporary format. The number two ranked radio station is KODA-FM with an adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Houston, Texas. And I don't believe I've seen this as a number three ranked radio station in a long, long time. The station is KKHH-FM with an adult hits format. In Atlanta, Georgia, the number one ranked radio station is WSB-AM with its news talk operation. The number two ranked radio station is WALR-FM with its urban adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Atlanta, Georgia is WSRV-FM with a classic hits format. In Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, the number one ranked radio station is WMGK-FM with a classic rock format. The number two ranked radio station is WIP-FM with its all sports format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania is WDAS-FM with an urban adult contemporary format. Out of Long Island, and that encompasses the counties of Nassau and Suffolk, the number one ranked radio station is WFAN-FM with its all sports format. The number two ranked radio station is WBLI-FM with a pop CHR format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station out on the island is WHTZ-FM with a pop CHR format. In Riverside, California, the number one ranked radio station is KLYY-FM with a Spanish adult hits format. The number two ranked radio station is KOLA-FM with a classic hits format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Riverside, California is KFRG. FM with a country format. In San Jose, California, the number one ranked radio station is KBAY-FM with a classic hits format. The number two ranked radio station is KEZR-FM with a hot adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in San Jose, California is KQED-FM. That's the public broadcaster with a news, talk, and information format. Finally, in New Jersey, and that encompasses the counties of Middlesex, Somerset, and Union, the number one ranked radio station is WKXW-FM with a talk personality format. The number two 
Bank Radio Station is WBLS-FM with intermittent long contemporary format. And finally, the number three rank radio station is WHTZ-FM with a pop CHR format. Next week, we'll continue our look at the Nielsen August personal people meter ratings. Finally, according to those media monitors, here are the top commercials you heard on the radio this past week. Number one was Home Depot, followed by Geico Insurance, NHTSA, that's the National Homeland Security Administration, Macy's, and Lowe's Home Improvement Centers. If you have any comments concerning this portion of the podcast, there are many ways you can get in touch with me. First of all, you can send me an email. My email address is Jeff. That's J-E-F-F Jeff at allthingsradio.net. Or you can send me a voicemail with our feedback line. The phone number is 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595 and hit option two for the podcast team. For All Things Radio, I'm Jeff Bennett. It's time once again for listener calls and feedback. To get in touch with the podcast team, call 800-693-0595 and hit option two for the podcast team. Hi guys, this is Bonnie from Southern California. Another great ATR show today. I really enjoyed the Crosley, even the technical part. You guys have made me connect with my lifelong passion for all things radio since I can remember. And that being a part of history, I plan to search BARD and see if there's some more radio history books on there. I've really never done that, so we'll look into that. Interesting about WLW, I remember hearing that in Michigan. I just came back from a short trip to Michigan, and of course, it came booming in there. Very nicely, got to hear a short portion of the Reds game. It's wonderful back there still, not as much as it used to be with the radio stations, the dial after dark, but goodness, I heard the Cleveland Indians, I heard the Cardinals, the White Sox, and the Cubs, of course. Moving on to the the Breeze that you played, Jeff. Interesting. I like the fact, as I've said before, that the goal was to set a tone regardless of when the music came out. I noticed there were early 70s to um, the last couple of years. And I like that idea. Getting back to the old, beating the old drum of consultants and money, 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 and everything you always say. I'm amused again. Uh, I guess only us uh, chicks can like um, soft AC. Oh, well, that's what I am. Can't help it. I wish you would talk a little bit more about these consultants. I know what you always say. I want you to dig a little deeper. This is my challenge for you, Jeff, since you know all about radio and I don't. Who calls these consultants consultants? How do they earn their wings? What makes them worth paying all this money to give us pablum? Seriously, I'm, I'm, I'm tired of just griping about the pablum. Wherever you go, it's all the same. How do they get to be where they are? What do they look at? How do they actually evaluate people? The other side of this is if you're not exposed to anything different, you don't know any better. But I would love it if you would go into a little more about how consultants are developed, how they get to be from um, nowhere to the ones that, that I heart and everyone else pays the big bucks to tell us to play the same 10 tunes over and over and the lowest common denominator. I would love to know more about that. It's not whether I like it or not or whether I accept it or not. Hello, All Things Radio team. This is DJ here. And just want to make a quick comment about KFOG. I noticed last week there were a few people who seemed pretty saddened by the departure of KFOG. And while I'm kind of sad by it too, I'm not shocked. I think 
I commented about two or three years ago, uh, the last time Jeff did an air check of KFOG, that I was pretty sure Cumulus was going to take the station another direction, and they have. Listener comments are always welcome, so give us a call on that feedback line, 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595. And hit option two for the podcast team. Number one, I really encourage that feedback. Whether you agree with what we did, don't agree, or want to push Jeff. And I'm all for pushing <laughs> Jeff. <laughs> so Bonnie well, is on my A-list right now. So Yeah, no, yeah. that was a great question. And, should, and, I, uh, and should, I, should I embellish that yeah, Bonnie go, question? Go I know, we, I know well, we have some hands raised, but let me talk about the consultants. I mean, they've been around forever. But I think the best example, that I can, the two best examples I can give, well, let's start with the, the one. Um, we, let's, we have to go back to 1965 for this one. And we have to look at Los Angeles, California, where you're, where you're living out in California, Bonnie. 1965 was the pivotal year for Bill Drake and Gene Chenault. They, they formed the uh, Drake Chenault Company, starting with a radio station in Stockton, Massachusetts. And then they also had kind of... Stockton, California, right? Yeah, Stockton, California, I meant. And you have to look at KHJ's ratings. Back in 1965, they were a horrible station. They were going nowhere. And they went from nowhere to becoming number one with the Boss Radio. And it was very successful. And RKO said, well, if we can make big success out of it here, then we can take it to our other station in Northern California, up in San Francisco, that's KFRC. And we can take it to our other stations. Of course, you had it go to uh, KH, I mean, uh, WRKO in Boston and WORFM in New York. So the big difficulty with WORFM in New York is when the FM band, when the rules came out for separating AM and FM radio stations, WORFM did a quasi top 40 progressive format, which was really good. And people were really upset when Boss Radio came in. So they didn't want to ruin that whole thing. So we in New York never got Boss Radio. We got the big sound, big town sound with Top 40 and album cuts from those very same Top 40 artists that you heard as Top 40 hits. So you might hear a Top 40 song by the by Jerry and the Pacemakers, but you might also hear something, a, a cut from one of their albums. That was what made WOR-FM different from all the other radio stations. However, they had the Million Dollar Weekend and they had the History of Rock and Roll and all, all those various contests, Location X, the Time Machine Contest and everything else that made it a Drake station. Didn't quite do as well as KHJ out there in Los Angeles, but that's another example of consultants. And the second example is Mike Joseph, who created the Hot Hits format used on WHTT in Boston, WTICFM in Hartford. The first radio station that he did his uh, magic on was WFEL in Syracuse. He inaugurated the format there. However, he didn't ever want to recognize WFEL in Syracuse because the owner was so cheap that when he went to pay uh, Mike Joseph, the consultant, some of his checks bounced. So uh, Mike Joseph was not too happy about that. So he never recognized, he didn't want to, he didn't recognize the WFEL, but that really was the first radio station. As a matter of fact, when Todd Parker got the job at WFEL, I was the guy that took phone call because I was working at WJPZ in Syracuse, and it was Bill Lowell, who was the program director at that time, who told me I need to talk to Todd Parker, and it was because he had a job at the new WFEL. So they took a lot of local radio announcers, and they took those same people and shipped them all over the country to help inaugurate the format. So Todd Parker went from uh, Syracuse, New York, to uh, Los Angeles, Cal- uh, San Francisco, California. I think it is KBRT FM became K- uh, KR. I forgot what call it is. R fan KITS FM, and he went back to Philadelphia doing uh, hot hits as well. And uh, he eventually got out of radio, and he records audiobooks for a living. That's what he does now. So but that's an example of, of consultants. There were all kinds of consultants doing different things, uh, and we, we can go on and on. But basically, a consultant is brought in to help revive or help maintain or improve a radio station's uh, ratings, and that's what they do. 
One thing well, I heard, it's, it's uh, pretty easy now. I mean, it's one thing to have the trailblazers like or Greg, Greg, uh, Drake, Chenault and all that. But it's another thing to just say, yeah, like everybody in this city or that city, we're going to play the same hundred songs of whatever format we're going to play. Or yeah, they unfortunately, you, and, and what, what a lot of these radio owners say, well, we don't want to have to pay talent. So how can we maximize our radio and keep our ratings up without having to do a lot? And the consultants say, well, you, yeah. you, play, you, pay these, you pay these 50 songs or whatever they, that's not really 50, it's more than that. And they use focus groups. They take a look. A look at what people like to hear, and um, and and that's what goes on, and that's how the consultants handle things. And WHTT, by the way, only was around for a year. That uh, they became Oldies 103 after that, and uh, you know, but and they were you know long time Oldies 103. They were, and then you know, old you know, 103.3, and they until Amp came in in 2012. So they ran that from '87 to 2012. So didn't make it here, but uh, you know, maybe uh, was it trying to compete more with like a Kiss 108? Maybe Kiss 108 was too established, or, or what was going on? Uh, maybe I I, I I used to like WHYT and what was it WHTT in Boston? I thought they were pretty 103. Yeah, yeah, I like them. I re- I thought they were okay. And, and the, another area where consultants were very big was uh, was in beautiful music. You had uh, you had Bonneville International, you had FM 100, and you had Shulky. The big the Shulky had these 15 minute segments on each tape, uh, and they had uh, like so, so many segments per tape, and they would go from one reel to the other with 15 minute segments. And the big station that used Shulky in Boston it was WJIB used Shulky right. on 96.9 WPAT in New York. Used it. WCTO at Smithtown, Long Island. WFAS out in on, uh, WWYD out in uh, Westchester County. Used it. White Plains, New York. WEZG in North Syracuse, New York, and a bunch of stations. And they became very, very successful as beautiful music radio stations. However, of course, you know what happened to beautiful music. But that's another area where consulting works. You have Peter's Productions. They they did uh, various formats. Music for the two of us. Music music only for a woman. If you remember that. Uh, I heard a quote from I heard a quote one time from a local personality, Dale Dudley. Here he referenced. He said the modern day version of a consultant is someone who couldn't make it in radio, but they ended up in the corporate. So okay, let's give them a consultant job. Well, you know, you got a point there. As I don't know that iHeart uses a lot of consultants now. Bonnie was talking about all these companies, but they have what they call format captains who handle programming each format. There's one for rock, and there's one for classic rock, and there's one for urban. Yeah, and Endicom does that too now. And, yeah, Endicom does that too. They all they all kind of do it. The biggest problem with iHeart media is that if I hear an oldie station on that uh, format, we have with the cool oldies format and the real oldies format, every radio station sounds the same, no matter where you are. I can sit here and listen to WTRY in Troy on 98.3. They're playing oldies, and I can go to another market in Binghamton, New York, that's owned and operated by iHeartMedia, and it's the same sounding oldies. As a matter of fact, sometimes the music is exactly the same, played at the same time. So that gets a little bit boring sometimes. But that's what radio is today. Homogenized and infected, inspected, selected, and dejected, or whatever they call it. (laughs) If you know what I mean, Chris. Yep, I got it. Well, years ago, I was listening. We had a little bit of a TROP event, and I was getting 96.7 here, which is CA CHR and 96.1 in San Antonio, which also is CHR, and they were one right after another, song after song, the same songs. This was, you know, two, three in the morning, mm. uh, yep. and it was that way uh, for, you know, a few hours. I guess, I don't know, I didn't, I just listened to it for maybe 20, 30 minutes to see if they would ever split up, but they were like, each one was playing the same song. The you middle know. of the night and living down in, you know, where I live, where I would go, because Seguin, Texas, you know, 96, I had already moved by the time 96 one flipped, but where you could get both stations, they, every night, the middle of the night, it would be basically the same song, one right after the other, and you could flip back and forth and just hear the same song, basically. Yeah, so that went on for a while. And we do have some hands. Yes, let's so go to Jamie. Let's, let's go to Jamie go to, T first. Jamie T. Yeah, Jamie and then um, uh, Jim in uh, Ohio, and then Nolan will be third, so 
we'll go in that order. Jamie, go, go ahead. Jamie. I'm sorry. Were you talking to me? No, we were talking to Jamie. You're going to be you're going to be next, Jim, right after Jamie, and then Nolan is after you. Go ahead, Jamie. I can. I'm muted. No, you're not muted. No, okay, you're not. Speak close to your so, phone and speak up so we can hear you okay. properly. All right, can you hear me now? Yes, go yeah. ahead. Yeah. All right. <laughs> you were talking about uh, the new uh, network that CBS is going to be launching. I contacted my local station this morning, and they're going to be airing it called Dabble, not D-A-B, Dabble, D-A-B-L. And uh, like you said, it's going to be a lifestyle network. Now, what's interesting is this is a different thing than much of the – because most of the networks, especially the, the digital networks, are either in kind of like classic TV or classic movie. So this would be different as uh, – and um, I, um, I feel obviously that there will be more of these little networks coming over time. They're called Diginet. I've assumed that there'll be more of these uh, networks coming over time, because but um um but most of these are either classic TV or again classic movies. I know PBS has several sub networks that or sub channel networks that they run, but this is going to be a unique thing for for the digital broadcast market because it, it, it's something different than, than than what a lot of folks are used to. And well, they and they and, and and also their justice network projection is true crime. That's a lot different than uh, than what me TV and this TV and movie play. So it's all it's all it's so keep just keep just keep just keep 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 looking around you'll see more of these digging that's coming over time okay. okay thank you very much we have one from 513 go ahead that's uh jim so jim go ahead well most of what i was going to say jeff uh, already covered but uh i i know here in uh, cincinnati we had uh, our when our album fm station was starting to lose in the ratings they picked up burkhard abrams and uh did did pretty well uh the uh they also started researching the music by by calling people on the phones and playing, uh, you know, what they yeah. thought was the hook of each song and getting a getting listener. Yeah, reaction. I I, had, I was in a program like that, but when I turned, I think it was forty five. They said they couldn't call me anymore. You know, I, I got a call yesterday, and I wasn't home, Chris, to to answer it. And it was Nielsen. They wanted me to participate in radio ratings, but I didn't. I wasn't home, so there was no way I could I could uh, take the call. I was out with my daughter. So uh-huh. they left a message on my answering machine. Your one big chance, Jeff. You could have influenced uh, the whole Albany nah, market. Nah, nah. Now. That's all okay. these radio problems. That's okay. Yep. Yeah, right. I wish I just, they got a lot. They got plenty of radio problems. So let me tell you, Sean. Let me tell you. Believe me. Hooper called one time, and I was. And I was glad I was. I really could truthfully tell him it was Sunday afternoon, late Sunday afternoon. I was listening to Bruce Bradley on BZ, and I t- got to tell him that. So my mother answered the phone. What are you listening to? There's a rating. This Hooper thing's on the phone. I said Bruce Bradley and WBZ. She said okay, and she told him, and that was it. So he do got you, will, that do you realize how old that makes us that we remember Hooper well, because Hooper's been out for a long time. There's 52. <laughs> years no yeah, problem they've been out they've Juicy been out business for, they've been out the business for quite a while because when i was around the the, the, the it wasn't there was no arbitron there was hooper and there was yep. there was pulse and yep. that and I, I don't remember arbitron back then i remember hooper and pulse initially so yeah so we remember that go ahead bill i, I don't know if you wanted to say something i thought it drove the you was it me jeff okay okay we got nolan, nolan, right? nolan go ahead real quick Okay, I just wanted to uh, say something real quick, and I know this is going to be fast, but uh, WSJM Sports out of Benton Harbor, Michigan, where I live, I live in St. Joseph, Michigan, here in the United States. Well, they have changed a little bit of their format uh, from W, yeah, from uh, their morning show used to be weekday morning sports beat with Phil McDonald. I don't know if you know him, but he uh, works at Midwest Family Broadcasting, uh, but they switched it to over, over to a new uh, morning show now. Uh, so 
Yeah, it was, I think it started at the, I think the beginning of the summer. But I did they switch to a syndicated show? Do you know what was the show they switched to? Uh, I don't know exactly, but I'll have to look and then I'll yeah, check it out because bill. that's often what happens that a local station will drop, uh, you know, the format because it's cheaper to, you know, they, again, less talent, more money, blah, blah, blah. And you hook really up with run. ESPN or Fox or somebody and uh, do their yeah, show. Like Travis or Dolican Wingo, or I can't remember yeah. who the CBS morning one is. And but, you know, yeah. the Benton Harbor is, uh, that was the funny part. Of course, anybody who knew anything about the Midwest and I actually <laughs> did know that it exists was the name, <clears throat> excuse me, was the name of Chicken Man. <clears throat> and that was a town. And so <clears throat> Ben Harper was Harbor was a chicken man the name. Right. Hey guys, I think it's time for Jennifer's call letter and format changes. Okay. Do Jennifer's call yeah. letter and format changes followed by a spot. So Jennifer's call letter and format is very, very brief this week. So if you complain because it's too long, well this week you're gonna complain because it's way short, but it's a look yes, of the Yes, because I love them. I love them. Blame the stations for not changing the format. That's right. their fault. There you go. They are. They're fake. See ya. Hello, everyone. I'm Jennifer Sparks, and here are your call letter and format changes for the week of September 5th. WYAY FM 96.7 Portville, New York changes calls to WAGL FM WHFW 89.7 Winchester, Virginia changes network provider from Eternal Word TV network to Relevant Radio. WXDN 90.3 Front Royal Virginia changes network provider from Eternal Word TV network to Relevant Radio. WXJY FM 93.7 Georgetown, South Carolina changes calls to WYAY FM. KVFG 103.1 Victorville, California changes format from classic hits to regional Mexican and changes slogan from the root 103.1 to 103.1 La X. WLLV 1240 Louisville, Kentucky changes slogan from Real Gospel Talk WLLV 1240 to WLLV 1240 AM Love. KJFX 95.7 Fresno, California changes slogan from the Fox to 95. Point seven, the Fox. WNTN 1550 Cambridge, Massachusetts changes format from variety to ethnic. The following station has signed off the air. WROX 1450 Clarksdale, Mississippi. And those are your call letter and format changes for this week. For all things radio, I'm Jennifer Sparks wishing all of you a good week. Thank you, Jennifer, for getting that done in such a concise method. Thank you very much. Yeah, WNTN, that was interesting because uh, I haven't really heard much of them. They're they're signal. There's one that really suffers because of all the AM noise and stuff at 1550. It's only a daytimer, but uh, it's funny that they're just changing. It's variety and now ethnic. I mean, it was basically ethnic anyway, so I don't know. I mean, they signed on as there's been a lot of things before that, but for the last 25 years, it's been ethnic ethnic, or 30 years, ethnic programming. I was also surprised that they're NTN means Newton, stands for Newton, so that it was listed in Cambridge, and they may have moved their facilities and just not even bothered to tell anybody, you know, that would care. But, uh, you know, that's that's uh, their history. They've been around since 68 at the daytime. 
I thought I'd rather they had one watt at night, and that's why they moved it to Cambridge so they get that whole one whole watt. At All night. right, but I may be, wow. I may be missing. Oh, I didn't I even know they stayed on. There you go. See, I knew WJIB stayed on, and of course now they have their FM. And I knew that they were on with like ten watts or something at night, and they're in Cambridge, so maybe. Uh, uh, maybe that's why they moved in a little closer to slightly closer. Newton's not far out at all. Realize, uh, that that AM radio, I, I really believe this now is is going to eventually go away because what's going to happen is all these AM stations that are paired to FM translators are going to say we we really don't need to be running the AM station because it costs too much money to run it, and we'd rather just be on the FM translator. I, I really believe that that's yeah. Going but to the FCC requires if you've got a translator that you have the AM right. So it does you can run off of an HD two of an FM. You can right. You can find a company and lease an HD two or HD three. And run it that way. It does. It does now, Chris. But who, what's to say that two or three years, or even four years from now, that rule would be changed easily? That's that's the thing. We have yeah, we well, have a, we have a hand raised. Go ahead, Joe. Oh, okay. This is Joe here. I'm really interested in uh, W in Louisville, twelve forty WLLV. We haven't been there for some time. But the interesting thing, you you go down there and about. Three different stations are black gospel, and when when one was playing music, the other one was having sermons, and the other I, I don't recall the other other frequencies. The the other question, I guess, the television related, but uh, Valerie Harper was mentioned before. So yeah. is there going to be a special? Uh, yes, that's going to air on on the, on the two cable channels. It's going to air on decades, and it's also going to air on me on I'm sorry, decades and Me TV. Both of those companies are out of Chicago. They're both owned and operated by Weigel Broadcasting. Okay, Joe? Yeah, sure. MeTV's is from 4 to 8 Eastern Time, so, or 4 to 8 Central on Sunday. The Mary Tyler Moore episode was Rhoda. Okay. 8 Central. Uh, okay. I know. I think we have some of the hands raised. And I believe we Pam, do. Pa- Pam is next. Go ahead, Pam. Yeah, I just have a quick question to you, Jeff. Oh, no, I can't answer the question. You've you, you, you reached your limit, Pam. I'm only kidding, Pam. No, no. No. I'm just kidding you, Pam. I'm just kidding you. I'm not sure she can ask a quick question either. There's another point. So anyway, go ahead, Pam. Go ahead, Pam. <laughs> We're giving you a hard time. No, it's all right. I can handle it. Yeah. Uh, was, was the ultimate demise of AM radio, what is going to happen to those frequencies, to that bandwidth? I don't know. I I, it, it, I really don't know. I, and if, the only thing I think that would save AM radio, and I don't know if the FCC is willing to do this, is actually to make it all digital. Because this whole HD thing has been a flop because they, they don't have enough power to really make it worthwhile. And unless they can make AM digital and make digital work like other countries have done, uh, I don't know what the answer is, Pam. But if, well, if there's I knew- always entities that will use the spectrum. I mean, people took over those uh, digital, uh, you know, those TV channels, you know, and they're using, running them for whatever they run them for. So there will always be stuff that's well, there. We th- just, those you know- channels are now being used by five for, for cell phone service, for 5G stuff and uh, yeah. other things of that nature. I, AM won't be used that way. That's not going to work that way. But, Pam, if, if I could answer that question for you, I, I wouldn't be working here for all things radio. I'd be making be a million consultant. dollars of, as a big consultant. <laughs> yes, he would. I mean, I don't know the answer. I, I really don't know what the answer is. I know that AM is useless in my apartment. I can't get a lot of stations, and I get so much interference that it's just impossible to listen to AM radio. Well, what you're going to have is you're going to have the bigger ones are going to stay, and the little ones like WNTN that we talked about, they're going to flip-flop and try to do this, that, and the other, and, and they run from their hand-to-mouth. 
But, you know, you get a station like BZ or a station like R- even RKO because of Square Channel or, you know, you get those bigger ones in the town, they'll stay and you just might have a lot more gaps. And it's an evolution. It's not going to be something that somebody's going to, I don't think, come down and say there will be no more AM because you'd have to get too much cooperation uh, nowadays. And, and that's, you know, they moved the, the digital band to a place where, you know, the TV stations all were happy to go to digital, blah, blah, blah. But uh, AM is too disorganized in that way. There's too many owners. There's too many, too many, uh, you know, uh, stakeholders, as they say nowadays, is the, the modern term. And I think you just would end up with all kinds of controversy about it. So you may see down the road where you used to have 15 AMs you could get, you might have five, you know, something like that. That's right. We have a hand raised from uh, well, 513, uh, uh, Jim. Yep, is that's that Jim? Jim again. Go ahead, Jim. Yeah, I uh, heard that you all are going to do a feature on WLW, and I missed last week, so I'd love to know where I can hear the show because it's no longer oh, on. Uh, you go to allthingsradio.net, all uh, click on Legend Oldies Podcast, there's a, a link there, and you can well, find the previous podcast. Uh, as a neo-Luddite, I don't have a computer. Okay. <laughs> uh, Is it on? Do you have a, a, a Miss A, you know, Lady A? No, yeah. I don't know what you're no, talking you don't have about. One of, oh, uh, L- I can't say her name or she'll... An echo, it's an echo An, an echo device. <laughs> an echo device. You yeah. don't have one. Okay. No, but there's no phone anymore. No. Uh, yes, not, yes, right yes, now, yes. not right now. Not, not right now. Let me, okay. let me ask you a question. What do you, how do you listen to the podcast now? I don't. I, that's why I called this thing tonight. I'd been away for a few weeks, and I, I called this thing tonight. But let me get to the point that originally caused me to raise my hand. <clears throat> You all may find this interesting. You may already know, but on September 26th, um, Marty Brenneman's last broadcast on uh, for the Reds, mm-hmm. uh, WLW has said they're going to broadcast the game live with no delay. And I hear they're giving away transistor radios at, at the ballpark, cool. too. This cool. will be a 1235 well, uh businessman special against Milwaukee. At okay. right. yeah, right. let, me, let me explain what he means by no delay. Uh, they're probably going to be turning off their HD signals. So that means that the people who listen to the game at the park won't have any delay because there is a, there is a, there is a delay when listening to the game digitally. I, I believe that's what they mean by no delay. I don't yeah. think WLW has an HD, but uh, I, I, I'm not sure. Okay, thanks, Jim. Yeah, in, in the uh, Los Angeles... When the Dodgers first came and Vince Scully became a, an immediate hit, as, of course, he was for the rest of his career in Los Angeles, you would sometimes on the games hear feedback because people had radios on all over the park, not just out in the bleachers or anything like that. And they started in Los Angeles Coliseum, and it was such a big stadium. It was, it was not a baseball stadium. It was hard to see the game. There was 100,000 people and all that stuff. And that just continued to Dodger Stadium. So, yeah, base, baseball on the radio, not just for blind folks, but it's something I've seen sighted people with radios out in the bleachers, too. Yeah. And I think what WLW is probably doing, because they may not have HD, but they do leave their seven-second delay on just in case something goes oh. over the air in the well, for a while, the they used to broadcast with no... For a while, they used to broadcast with no delay on their FM translator, but uh, they've just kicked the, the, the delay yeah. back on a month or two yeah. back, and I, I don't I go to the game. Trust, I think they can trust Marty and Cowboy not to say anything they shouldn't on the radio. Yeah. You wouldn't but, think, yeah. <laughs> one thing, J.T., well, I mean, last broadcast. Yeah, yeah, well, that's J- true. Yeah. He could want to go out with a bang. You got that right. I well, go, say, go, ahead, go, go ahead, Bill. I want to say one thing, J.T., Number one, I, the, the Marty's last broadcast is the, the game I just mentioned on the on, right. yeah twenty sixth on Thursday right. week from today. He is not yeah. taking road trips anymore. Right, no. right. Okay, but I do want to say one thing, JT. If if 
If you're listening via phone and you call in, the phone number has changed. And that new phone number is 641. That's Six. area code 41. 631 um, 4618 4618, you're right So There's our numbers, man 641-631-4618 We will work with them about putting up some podcasts so that people can listen to uh, the, the podcast. Can you repeat that, please? It'll be coming, it'll be coming yeah. soon Six, on a phone system 641 Right 631 Four six one eight. Uh, I had my file on unprot- uh, protected. Uh, I'm sorry to do this. So one more time, please. Yeah. Okay. Six four one. Right. Six three one. Right. Four six one eight. You can listen okay. to all the live legend programming twenty four hours a day. Right. Thank you. Okay. No welcome. problem. So sometimes they change those phone numbers, guys, as you well know. In they don't exactly give us notice that they're going to change the, the phone number. Or, no, they, they don't even do a forwarding. So when the service is free, we don't pay for the service, you know, from... And, and you're at the mercy of what they do. That's the thing, so... Audio now, right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Any more raised hands? No, I think it's time for us to do our featured segment. And by the way, I just read an article today, Bill, that uh, remember last year... When they had all the the soft rock stations or the soft adult contemporary stations with the last year, part of the year before, now the big format that seems to be in vogue is the new active rock or alternative rock format. So that seems to be the next wave that's coming into effect, at least according to Lance Venta at Radio Insight. Well, we're going to let you do your featured station now, Jeff, because you've just been waiting to do this. Here you <laughs> go, buddy. Thank you. Now that Labor Day has come and gone, a number of radio stations have made format changes. This week and for the next few weeks, we're going to look at some of those radio stations that have made such format changes. This week, we're traveling to Atlanta, Georgia and Memphis, Tennessee. In Atlanta, Georgia, Cumulus made changes to radio station WNNX-FM. They transferred on a frequency of 100.5 and they've changed to an active rock format. In Memphis, Tennessee, radio station WHBQHD2 with a translator on 96.3 has changed to an all-80s based format. So without further ado, want to sit back and enjoy both of these radio stations on this week's edition of All Things Radio Live. WNNX College Park, a Cumulus Station. Your 10 at 10 starts now. Now. Atlanta's Rock Station, Rock 100.5. Atlanta's Rock Station is Rock 100.5. was gonna be good well welcome to your weekend welcome to the new sound of rock 100.5 is uh is this thing on yeah all right 10 songs in a row in the 10 of 10 with five finger death punch and their take on a kenny wayne shepherd classic blue on black rock 100.5 a night Finger Death Punch, Blue on Black. The new sound of Rock 100.5. 
Dragons on Rock 100.5. You hold the line. Imagine Dragons. Natural. The new sound of Rock 100.5. outside right now. I'm pretty sure that's because the hurricane's sucking up all the moisture and humidity, but I don't know. I'm no scientist. I'm barely a communications major. 75 degrees and sunshine today. Well, welcome to your weekend. It's gonna be great. We've got Braves baseball in the Burbs, Dragon Con downtown, college football at the Benz, New Rock on the radio. Hey, new bad wolves before the hour's up. Hang on, it's Rock 100.5. And just like that, another big block of Rock 100.5. Something familiar, something brand spanking new. Uh, This band got their start covering that Cranberries classic zombie, and now they're just branching out with their own music. This is what it sounds like. New Bad Wolves. Remember when? On Rock 100.5. of Cumulus Media. WNNX College Park. This is Rock 
HBQ, HD2 Germantown, W242CF Memphis, totally 80s hits on Z96.3. Come on! 
CF Memphis totally 80s hits on Z96.3 Well there you go two radio stations with two very different formats. We started things off by listening to radio station WNNX FM in Atlanta, Georgia with an active rock format and we concluded things by listening to radio station WHBQ HD2 with an all-80s rock format. Now if you have any comments concerning this part of the show, why don't let me know about it by email or voicemail. The email address here is Jeff that's J-E-F-F Jeff at allthingsradio.net and of course you can call that feedback line. The phone number is 800-693-0595 that's 800-693 0595 and at option two for the podcast team. For all things radio live, I'm Jeff Bennett. Thank you very much, Jeff. I really appreciate that. And by the way, we really are the worldwide legend. I'm looking at the listeners. We've got them from Boston to Melbourne, Australia, and all in between points. So thank you for tuning in to our podcast. And one other prediction, Jeff, I think both of these radio stations will be on a future format change. I do not think these formats will last. But that's how much I know. Oh! I have a a feeling that this radio station that we're listening to is is probably has a very narrow playlist. And I think the one in Memphis, Tennessee with the old 80s format is going to be uh, shortly lived because that playlist is going to burn out very quickly. And I, re- I really do agree with you on that one. Sean, what did you yeah, think of that station? I give it a year. It's a very narrow 80s playlist. I've heard some all 80s stations with a lot wider playlist, but I I give it a year if if that long. You know? I only recognize yeah. the Michael Jackson song, and I know some 80s. I don't know a whole lot of 80s, but I would expect it to know about half of them, and I only knew the Michael uh, it, Jackson it shows. So. You know what it shows, Chris? I'm not, I'm, I'm not trying to insult you, but it shows just how old we, we probably are. Well, you sure, know? no. Yeah, I, 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 I recognized every song. There yeah, was so time, but... Madonna, yeah, uh, you can dance. Uh, of course, you know, but like if we put a, that's right, Sean, if we put a 60s, see, it'd be the same thing for you with the 60s. You know, I, I would say, you know, if I, if I would say, uh, if you would say you didn't recognize any of the 60s songs, you'd, you'd wonder because you know you'd expect to recognize a few. Oh, you know what yeah, I mean? basically, so there's nothing song, rhythmic on that on that station at all. It was all no, it was, uh, it was know, ba- every no, song was like a top five song, but they weren't. You didn't have your obscure 80s stuff, your one hit wonders that really yeah, that's what you like stuck when out you in the 80s. Like your MTV generation yeah. type songs. Well, you know, that was going to ask you that. So, did you notice we didn't hear any George Michael, right? We didn't hear any Wham. We didn't hear any Culture Club. Did you, did you notice? Well, you didn't, you didn't hear like your like I said your one hit wonders like a Hey Mickey. I mean they probably played oh, on eight six seven five three zero nine or yeah I knew that the, one. You know yeah. Rock the Casbah or anything like that. Yep. You didn't hear a lot of that stuff that 
I mean, you're, if you're going to have a good 80s, you got to get in it because those state, those made that decade. Just like in the 70s, I mean, yeah, you're going to hear the Carpenters and Barry Manilow on that, but you're going to hear your Todd Rundgren and your uh, Starbuck Moonlight Feels Right. You know, yeah, yeah. Oh, one hit okay, let's do this. Let, let's change subject for one second. Let's take a look at the at the uh, active rock station, but from W from Atlanta, and and, I'm, right. and the reason I mentioned is because I I know a lot of the music because I do listen to all kinds of music. But did you notice? One thing about that, Sean, because I know you're younger than I am, and so and I know you know the music. They they did not make it obscure. It wasn't so obscure that you wouldn't know it was being played because they played Imagine Dragons. They played songs that my daughter would like to listen to. Lincoln Park. I had a new life in the fast lane. I actually recognized the song. I didn't expect. Yeah, to they went. Yeah, and they went into like Ozzy Osbourne, Crazy Train. You know, your standard stuff you hear in a rock station. But I think it was a little better than the second station. But it was still. Uh, I don't know. I I don't think of. I'm on a rock station hearing Imagine Dragons, I guess. I think of more that more on an alternative station, I guess. Well, uh, you, but know, you know I what? They were they were playing them on the loop. Remember, I did the uh, I did the yeah. WLUP. I did WLUP, and they were playing them on that station as well. So yeah, yeah well, they were active rock yeah, supposed to be the new name for alternative. Isn't that what they're trying to push now? I, I, I guess well, so. Alternative still a little bit different is it maybe okay. a little different yeah. but it's but the but the lines are so obscure as as, as sean can tell you yeah. that, that it's really hard to distinguish yeah. them in, in, in many respects because like i said the lines are very obscure when it comes to that kind of thing so i'm, I'm glad they're the black sheep of cumulus broadcasting i like that slogan that was cool that was <laughs> yeah. a good slogan. and well, i guess I, as i say they're, they're the flagship of the braves on the fm ID, ID AM, i think is on 680 and of course you know that's got a decent signal but uh, you know down there you know there's a lot of 680s and right in the south there so it well, can't go they're all directional all the nothing like yeah. uh, trying to establish a new rock and roll format and having to stop down for baseball every night that's there you go uh, yeah but if they do the whole thing the braves have the longest pregame show in known demand it's, it's an hour show before the game even starts so. but again it's all money i mean and and, and they can yep. sell that baseball and sell the advertising so it, it doesn't matter and they they know that they can do that that's the whole thing so baseball is certainly going to be a moneymaker for them as well but uh, it really is in congress so i was talking about that in another place and saying that the twins make a lot more sense on wcco than they did on the alternate uh, you know all rock station they used to be on because you know it's news talk uh, baseball goes fits in there with or a sports station or a news talk station that works well, I kind of agree with you there, but, uh, you know, I'm not, as I said, I'm not as up on the sports stuff as you guys are, but I just wanted to say about the, I wanted to compare those two stations, but one thing they both had in common is that, is that they played familiar music. Uh, you, you can't play, how did they, how did they, I went to a meeting at the broadcasting of museum of broadcasting. I was a member at one point and, and they had, you know, seminars and Scott Muni was a radio announcer at WNEWFM and he, and he played album rock and he said, you know, if you want to be free form and you want to play uh, obscure music, fine. But the but if you're gonna make it work, if you make it ninety percent obscure, people are gonna tune away. You have to put some familiar cuts in the mix, and that's Probably at least half what, and half. Well, no, you, even more, even more, more familiar than that, uh, Sean, because people aren't patient. They're not gonna look if they hear something. Let's say I was, I'm using a group as a, a name, but there was a group called the Fugs, just as an example, and they were really out there. You've heard of them, Chris? Yeah, they were yep, really I out heard there. Of them too, yeah, yeah. So I mean, you 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 can't play music that's solely out there. And keep your listeners. You have to keep it familiar as well, um, and and especially in today's uh, in today's society. Um, and and if people don't like something and they tune away, right. they may they may not tune back in again. That's that's the whole point. The whole 
but point the interesting is- thing about the internet, of course, is a guy like Steve Nomer, who's uh, the most popular DJ here on, on The Legend, he can play stuff. He played stuff today that I asked for that people don't hear very much at all. And people stay tuned because they know they're going to hear something different and know generally they're going to like it because it, it's, you know, the kind of music they like. And they're going to, but that that's a, an appointment radio, which okay. you don't have on commercial radio. They, they, they even frown upon it because you give us 22 uh, minutes, whatever again, 22 all, minutes will give again, you the world, you know? But Bill, uh, but Chris, again, he also, he also plays familiar music. He that's does. the whole point. Well, he plays what people ask for. And if, if people did ask for familiar. Like, like, let's use this station, or the rock station, the active rock. Let's say, or the more classic rock. If you have a classic rock, you want to play the uh, more of the Ozzy Osbourne Black Sabbath stuff than you would say the Ronnie James D or Glenn Hughes Black Sabbath stuff because a lot of people don't know that. They know Sweet Leaf and Iron Man where they don't know as much. As, you know, I mean, they know Ronnie James Dio from when he left and Rainbow and Dio, but not as much on his Black Sabbath. You want to play that more because it's, even though it was older and not as you know widespread, I mean, it's more well-known. Okay, go ahead, Joe. You have a question. Go ahead. Hello, Hello Joe. What do you know? <laughs> any, anyway, this is Joe. Start, I want to start, over, start over, Joe. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. Okay, this is Joe. I want to put a, a, a quick plug in for Steve Nomer and the legend. I was listening to All Things Considered, and they were doing a, a, a great thing on, on Ella Fitzgerald, and I tune into the legend, and I almost fell over backwards. There was Ella Fitzgerald. There you go. You talk about saying. a forgotten favorite that is played like that on the legend. Wow, that is yep. so impressive. That's right. We had some Amos Brothers today. We had Mitch Miller. We had a lot of stuff, in, and mixed in with the top uh, hits of 67. It was a great show. Yeah, and also depends on you know he also does play familiar music, so he has to because if he if he played nothing but the obscure stuff that you like, Chris, he wouldn't have those same amount of listeners. He has to he has to balance that. Yeah, with the familiar but he's music. taking requests too. And what I'm saying is, it's appointment radio, so the people go there to request different songs because they don't know he play anything. Where some people uh, on the station they might just say, well, they might not have that, but so I'll uh, ask for something ge- more generic. You know what I mean? So everybody's got their different clientele. That's why this is a great station because it's like an old-fashioned station you used to listen to a certain dj at a certain time of day because he did certain had his favorite and they he'd throw them in when he could and you know yes they had a playlist but you knew their songs that i hear sometimes as an oldie and i'll say to kathy i associate that that with bruce bradley or, or arnie ginsburg or whoever you know what i mean okay i agree bill i think we got two more things to go here so uh I'll let you uh i guess maybe we'll do the uh i don't know how you want to handle it but we'll do the featured stuff or wlw or in the classic air check so i'll leave it up to you Well, well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't, I can't help her. I guess we'll have to keep talking for a little bit. You know, you know, uh, Jeff, to, to go back to Gary's comment, you know, about the Braves and the Rock Station. We had a station one time in in Iowa that was a, a religious station, and they carried uh, the Class A baseball team in uh, Cedar Rapids. And mm. uh, people would ask him, "Why do you, you know, you're a religious station? Why do you carry something, you know, that has beer and this and this and this?" And I, their rationale was, you know what? We can carry baseball, and these people may fall asleep to the baseball game. They wake up, and they're hearing the word. There you go. Well, you've got the stations station in New York that. with college basketball, right? Uh, 970, the answer in New York was right. doing last year was doing yep. college basketball. Yep. yep. I've heard some religious stations that take out the beer ads. Yes. Um, yeah. Also. 
I, yeah. I that was a religious station that, that went religious, but because they the previous owner had a contract, they had to carry the NASCAR races with all the commercials, and they weren't happy about it. But they had to do that for the year of the, for the last year of that contract that they had with the, the NASCAR. So yeah. that happens. KIXL used to hear when they were around here in Austin before they went relevant radio. They were they had the Texas A and M Aggie games for about three years, and they would take out the beer ads and put in their own local. You know, about Texas A and M class or so and so. They'd have their own local ads to substitute. Well, hey, I wonder if Bill Sparks is back. Yeah. Hold on, go ahead, Bill. No, there he is. Back. I hear I'm him. a little. There he is. Self-conscious about the microphone, so I had it turned down. Yeah, even when you're supposed to talk, you're not talking. Now. Right, even when I'm supposed to talk, I'm not talking. <laughs> go ahead, about. Bill. We're going to do a spot. Go into your uh, retro station for the week, and then we'll come back and talk. And then it'll be time for that great WLW part two. So stay tuned for that. Hamilton was adopted from a rescue in 2008. He really likes to be around people. I get out my mat and I'm doing a downward dog and he's underneath. He's quite the pug about town. He gets invited to a lot of parties. He knows he's a pretty big deal. Look at this little face. I do not love him. Hamilton the pug, Instagram star and shelter pet. Amazing adoption stories start in shelters. Visit the shelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States and the Ad Council. You make sure his toys don't have any sharp edges. You taught her what to do when the smoke alarm goes off. You do so much to keep your child safe. But are you using the right car seat for your child? Car crashes are a leading killer of children ages 1 to 13. Protect your child's future at every stage of life. For information on the right seat for your child, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. So you see, son, good manners are important. Should I go through it again? Yes. Yes, please. Yes, please. Exactly. Always say please, thank you, you're welcome, and excuse me. Sit up straight, hold doors open, don't speak with your mouth full, keep your elbows off the table. Share your things, play nice, and generally treat others the way you'd like to be treated. Got it? Got it. And stop picking your nose. Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. But two minutes twice a day, making sure they brush their teeth is easier, and it could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. Visit twomin2x.org to find out more. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Mouths, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. I'm a retired school psychologist, and helping people was my thing. After my stroke, when Meals on Wheels started, I was on the other end of the stick, so to speak. My name is Julius Gaines, creative writer, poet, photographer. One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. This week's Air Check remembers a radio announcer who was quite well known in Los Angeles, California. Spending most of his radio career at KRLA, he also worked at KFWB. His name is Reb Foster, and he passed away this past week. Reb Foster was not only a Top 40 Pioneer radio announcer, he was also the manager of the Turtles, Steppenwolf, and Three Dog Night. So why not remember Reb Foster at his best, working at radio station KFWB AM from January 21st, 1966, on this week's edition of All Things Radio Live. Swinger, KFWB, that's number three on the Fab 40 at 11 before 5 o'clock in the afternoon time. Little night, 42 tomorrow's high, 65, and clear skies and sunshine for the South. KSWB, 98. The inside 
play any zone. And the number to call at KFW B2B to be a winner is Hollywood 19340. In town LA, any zone, Hollywood 19340, KFWB. Listen back again because I dig it so much. It's by the young rascals. It's called I Ain't Gonna Eat My Heart Out Anymore. in effect at five minutes before five. Bill Angel, KFWB News. Saigon, communist Viet Cong terrorists early Saturday morning. Saigon time exploded a bomb outside an American billet. Wish comes true for cancer victim. That story coming up on L.A. Today at five past the hour. Now at seconds before five o'clock, it's Red Foster, number one on KFWB Los Angeles. Sounds on KFWB until 6 and LT time. Using the planet Earth as a space vehicle, audiences travel through time and space at 18 and a half miles a second during Griffith Park Observatory's Planetarium Theater's new presentation of our spaceship, the Earth. Shows are scheduled daily except Monday at 3 and 8.30 p.m. through February 27th. Additional matinees offered Saturdays and Sundays at 1.30 and 4.30 in the p.m. at Griffith Park Observatory. 55 degrees now in KFWB country. Youngsters tragically handicapped by birth defects aren't necessarily losers. March of Dimes has made possible the finest medical care, giving these young victims another chance. But this depends on your generosity. Please join the March of Dimes. And remember, January is traditional March of Dimes month. Got the turtles here.
five minutes after the hour, a local news feature of your neighborly Savon drugstore. 37-year-old Mrs. Ultra Garcia Talamantes of Mexico. Dello tonight about 42, the high tomorrow 65 and no smog. Current call from the KFWB Time and Temperature Tower, standing now at 5-6. That's 56 degrees. L.A. Today, a local news feature of your neighborly Savon drugstore. who has never won a tournament in six years on the pro golf circuit, fired a four under par 67 today to take over the second round lead in the Bing Crosby tournament in Pebble Beach. But that the other boy is. This is Cleve Herman of the Live Line to Sports. past five o'clock from KFWB. You know what happens every year this time at Saks, Lincoln, Mercury, Common, and Downey? This is Used Car Month. The month when Helen Saks has one of her largest selections of used cars. Cars traded in during the holiday season buying spree. And if you know anything at all about Helen Saks, you know that she's a bug on performance. Helen Saks has sponsored racing cars of all kinds, does a bit of racing herself, and has built a high-performance center that's the talk of the trade. Helen Saks simply will not let a car leave her lot unless it's in top condition. So aside from the money you save on the purchase price, look at the money you'll save on future repairs, not to mention the anxiety you'll save, securing the knowledge that your car has a Helen Sachs guarantee. While it's still January and while Helen Sachs used cars still wear their clearance price tags, don't you stand still? Get on down to Sachs Lincoln Mercury Comet on Lakewood Boulevard, just a five iron shot from the Santa Ana Freeway. <laughs> Fifty-five degrees now. Uh, take a dip. I mean, if you're hip, uh, you'll sip your flip. Uh, flip your zip. Uh, tip your zip. And uh, RC color is the hippiest. The sippiest, zippiest. Uh, oh, uh, dip, uh, oh, take it away, Art Pink Rider. Now, what my buddy Zippy is trying to tell you is, right, Zippy? RC color. It's the greatest. You. Back into the sounds of the Fab Forty of KFWB with Simon and Garfunkel. Simon and Garfunkel on KFWB at 18 past 5 o'clock. When you've got a job to do, reach for something good to chew. Do your little troubles away. Hi-ho, hey-hey, chew Wrigley Spearmint gum. Maybe it's right now you're happening on the Rebel Show from KFWB. Going to rock out tonight at the Rebel Air Redondo Beach for a wild time. Till I'll be looking for you tonight, the Rebel Air Redondo Beach. Martha and the Vandellas in a real hit sound called My Baby Love You.
the Vandellas on KFWB 23 past 5 o'clock on the Rebel Show. Don't forget to stand by for the adventures of Ratman. KFWB country, we're going to have a low tonight of 42 and tomorrow's high 65 with sunshine. Six Rat Man on KFWB in just about six, seven minutes. The letters page of the preview edition of Saturday's Los Angeles Times on sale now. Read what other citizens have to say about them in the preview edition of Saturday's Los Angeles Times on sale now. KFWB and the Rebel Show. Here's Bob Kuban. Call the cheater. KFWB, and it looks like a swinging hit for the guys. 27 past 5 o'clock, KFWB in time. Are you thinking about Munn Stereo Pack for your car? Then listen to this. Now you can get an immediate installation and select tape cartridges fresh off the duplicating decks right at the Munn's factory in Van Nuys. That's right. Factory installation. No waiting, no delay, and the factory price installed in your car with four speakers is just $79.95 complete. And tapes? The world's largest, most up-to-date library of top 40 pop, rock, and jazz album cartridges. Your choice, factory price from $2.98 each. So go buy a freeway where they're made. The celebrated Munn Stereo Pack system and continuous cartridges. Seven days a week at the factory. That's M-U-N-T-Z. Munn's in Van Nuys. Country LT at 6, and Larry McCormick shows up at 9 o'clock tonight. From Farms of Fame, the story of James Brown headlines this week's edition of the KFW Headline. The new Fab 40, Mitch Wright on the Detroit Wheels, Brenda Lee, Barry Gordon, the English Top 10, and the words and guitar chord changes to Baby the Rain Must Fall. It's all in this week's edition of the KFW Headline. Free at all Save-On Drug Stores and L.A. record shops everywhere in KFWB Country. BMI there, you dig him in the morning. Early. Well, I tell you, he's going to take a little day off tomorrow, Saturday. But through the week, Monday through Friday, it's the leader BMR, KFWB 6 to 9. Got the Rolling Stones. It is the evening of the day. As tears go by, the Rolling 
Rolling Stones on KFWB Los Angeles. 28 before 6, Ratman is next. Have a Berkey tonight. Now, for the first time, you can get genuine Berkey draft beer to go and quart bottles. Thanks to Berkey's modern brewing skills and a new twist top quart bottle, you can enjoy Berkey draft beer at home or anywhere. Try it today. Genuine Berkey draft beer, the real thing in twist top quart bottles. Twist to open, twist to close. Get the fastest growing draft beer in the West. Now, in twist top quart bottles, new from Burgermeister. From the inside KFWB, I'll take the first call from any town in Orange County to Hollywood 19340 KFWB. 200-mile-an-hour drag racing. NHRA Winter Nationals warm-up go show at the Pomona Fairgrounds. Two big days of racing. Saturday, low ET against top time for the big bucks. Sunday, Bueller stocks a full day of speed and excitement. All the hot dogs will be there. Winter Nationals warm-up, a jackpot KFWB as once again we present the amazing adventures of Ratman. Well, there you go. The late Reb Foster is heard on KFWB AM on January 21st, 1966. I really enjoyed this air check. Lots of old commercials and I love those old newscasts, as you already know. Now, if you have any comments concerning this part of the show, why don't let me know about it by email or by voicemail. For All Things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett. Great one, Jeff. Thank you. I appreciate it. I would like to say I, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that uh, Bonnie responds to this because they, I know she likes that. She was not a boss radio fan, but she loves that. I think she would like that radio station. And I enjoyed listening to that, but you don't get to hear that. I got to hear B. Mitchell Reed, who I used to listen to on WMCA in New York. And uh, I, I always used to think the West Coast was better. And I always heard about the West Coast when I was a kid. And all the people I knew would go out there and say, oh, radio is great out there. And it really was, it was, really was quite different. Let's, let's, we, we don't have a lot of time, and we, we are going to be running late, so we do have a feature that Bill wants to run, but we'll, 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 we'll get to Bill because he hasn't been in here. Go ahead, Bill. Yeah, uh, when you run on that spot, a lot of those commercials you don't even hear anymore, like the Wrigley Gum. And does anybody yeah. remember Munts TV? Because they mentioned them. Sure months. do, yeah. Oh, yeah, they used to have a commercial here. There's something about a Munts TV. Right. You know, as a, as a matter of fact, if, you, if you're patient in the next few weeks, I will be playing a WVON air check of a guy uh, uh, from 1966 that was a real cold time in Chicago. And I do have that, and they do have a month's TV commercial, so you'll get to hear it, Bill. But I won't tell you much right. more about it. I want to keep you in suspense so that you'll listen to all things radio. <laughs> well, WVON, I know it's got to be a black It's got to be a black announcer. It is. His name is... I'll tell you what his name is. VON stood for Voice of Negroes. That's what it stood for. That's right. That's what it stood for. Years uh-huh. ago, it was a voice of the Negro. That was but I, I will, I will, I will tell you. His name is Ed Cook. C O O. Oh, I know who you mean. I know who you mean. I know who you mean. So, okay. 
So we'll sure. do it. I, I, on the sports angle, I thought it was interesting to hear the results from the Bing, Bing Crosby golf tournament at Pebble Beach. Oh, yeah. That was always like the yeah. third or fourth week in January, and that meant the spring was coming because you'd see that. That was one of the first tournaments you'd see on TV. So that was hey, cool. Was, was that, I got a question. Was that Ellen Sachs' motor dealer? Was she related to Eddie Sachs, the race car driver? Well, it said that she was sponsored racing, so it's a very good possibility that, that 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 that's the case. Yeah, because but, you know he he was a he was a uh, five hundred miler. Right, and he had uh, died in nineteen sixty four. Yes. Right, right. And I wonder if she was related to him or something. I, I believe mm-hmm. that that could be the case. Good. We'll have to do some research on. Thank you, Bill, and, and good good hearing. Okay. So, how many car dealers here? Okay. Right. Thank you, Bill. Okay. So we have any more raised hand? Right. Oh, we have one more raised hand. I, uh, Tim is going to be a little upset with us, but uh, oh well. Go yeah. ahead, Joe. Oh, oh, this is Joe. Anyway, I grew up, I, I lived in Minnesota, so this brings back memories galore. It's, it's the same same ownership, Cole Collier, whatever the name was, that was at KDWB, and I, I, I can remember even B. Mitchell Reed being down and. In, they in may have been called the Group W by that time because they remember they were the ones that turned them to All News in '68. So I'm not sure how when they bought them. I but, don't think uh, they, you owned them because they didn't have a KFWB, the Group W radio station at that point in the ID. But they may have been owned by Group W, and you're right. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know when it was because when WBZA went off, it was either to buy INS or KFWB. I just I don't remember which WBZA in Springfield. So they. But had did to you do, like that radio station, Joe? Oh yeah, it, it was cool. Oh man, and I tell you, I I, I still remember the uh, top the the seven DJs that they had for starting in KDWB, and the the interesting thing they gave all of those DJs three hour shifts, <laughs> and they were they they were high wired. Now I I think the, uh, the the day of the high wired DJ whether it's gone for sure. But then it, George Carlin loved he he was a rock and roll DJ himself. But when he went into comedy, he used to love to make fun of top forty radio. Wonderful oh wow. right, yeah. All right, yep. thank you, Joe. Thank you very much. Sure. Always good to hear from you. And I appreciate uh, all you do for all things radio with your comments and stuff. Bill, I'm going to turn it over to you so we can put a wrap on this. Well, the reason we have to put a wrap on it is because I've got some football coming up here in just a little bit. Yeah, you're, you're, you got a point be, there, Bill. I need to be watching some football. You know what right. I mean? But before minutes. that, we've got yeah. w, the history of WLW Part 2. I think you're going to find this. They've got all that technical stuff out of the way. So let's see what Part 2 is all about. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, panel. Thanks, everyone. All right. Thank you. See you next week. Now that you're familiar with the size of the components and the brute force engineering involved, let's go through the startup procedure. First, turn on the rectifier filaments so that the ambient temperature in the rectifier cubicle will reach 90 degrees. Next, turn on the filaments of the eight tubes in the two modulators and the 12 tubes in the three power amplifiers. Then, set the circuit breakers in the Y position for the power transformer primaries. Proceed through the following checklist. 1. Check water flow through each 898 jacket. 2. Turn on all the 898 filaments and observe each filament strand through dark welding goggles. 3. Check bias voltage to each power amplifier for 3,000 volts. 4. Apply plate voltage to power amplifiers and modulators. 
5. Switch the 50,000-watt transmitter to its function as a driver for the 500,000-watt amplifiers and check tuning and coupling on each of the three power amplifiers. 6. Change the primary breakers to the delta settings. 7. Increase the modulation to normal levels. 8. Recheck tuning and get a great thrill in dipping the plate currents to 100 amperes. The total output of the three power amplifiers is fed to a harmonic filter, then into a 100-ohm air dielectric coaxial line. The RMS unmodulated radio frequency current at this point is 70.7 amperes. The 800-foot transmission line enters the coupling house at the base of the 831-foot tower. It is matched through an L network to the 390-ohm base impedance of the tower. The tower base current of 35.7 amperes produces 500,000 watts output, which creates a field intensity of over 6 volts per meter at one mile from the tower. The half millivolt per meter contour was about 300 miles from the station. The tower base insulator supports 110 tons of steel plus 340 tons of vertical component of guy wire tension for a total of 450 tons. Notice the ball gap for lightning protection and the rifle barrel photoelectric cell to trip the high-speed breaker to deionize the gap. This was necessary because the transmitter power was sufficient to sustain the arc once the gap was ionized. Everyone is aware of the power of lightning. Here we see the dramatic effect of a direct hit on the steel ball on the flagpole atop the tower. Various measurements were made to determine the amplitude of the lightning current. WLW engineers measured currents as high as 40,000 amperes. It first went on the air as a commercial station on April 17, 1934, and operated full-time until March 1, 1939, when Senator Burton Wheeler of Montana railroaded a resolution through the Senate limiting the power of commercial U.S. broadcast stations to 50,000 watts. This was done on behalf of Ed Craney, one of his constituents, who owned and operated a 250-watt local station and wanted to obtain a license to operate with 50,000 watts on WLW's frequency. WLW appealed, and it was decided that it could retain its clear channel status. However, from the time of that 1939 Senate resolution onward, the 500,000-watt transmitter was limited to experimental, non-commercial operation from midnight to 2 a.m. And so, at midnight, the WLW studio announcer would say, We ask your indulgence a moment while we make transmitter adjustments to operate with 500,000 watts under the experimental call letters of W8XO. One moment, please. And each night, the first program broadcast was the well-known Moon River, whose familiar opening poem began, Moon River, a lazy stream of dreams twined in the hair of night. Finally, in late 1943, experimental authorization expired, and this great pioneering effort in broadcast transmitter technology ended. By 1944, Mr. Crosley lost interest in broadcasting and turned his attention to other pursuits, such as the manufacture of appliances, production of small automobiles, and the Cincinnati Reds baseball team. In 1945, he sold the broadcasting and manufacturing companies to Avco Corporation while retaining his ownership of the automobile plant and the baseball team. 
During and beyond the time of WLW's 500,000-watt operation, efforts for the use of higher power for commercial broadcasting continued. The licensees of a number of Class 1A clear channel stations organized to perpetuate the concept of high-power, clear-channel, skywave service to the entire population. This map, prepared in 1960, shows what the daytime coverage of WLW would be with a proposed power of 1 million watts. The three types of daytime ground wave service are grades A, B, and C, as shown by the red, orange, and yellow areas. During the daytime hours, these services are limited by rural man-made noise, urban man-made noise, and adjacent channel interference. For grade A service in rural areas, a ground wave signal of 1.5 millivolts per meter is required. For urban service, the signal must be sufficiently strong to override the man-made noise and serve 90% or more of the population. For grade B service, the ground wave signal of a half millivolt per meter is required, and in urban areas, 70% of the population would be served. For grade C service, a ground wave signal of one-tenth of a millivolt per meter is required. In urban areas, this would reach 50% of the population. The white areas within the B and C contours indicate loss due to adjacent channel interference. For comparison, here's the 50,000-watt coverage of WLW using the same criteria for the A, B, and C contours. It's interesting to note that the major urban areas of Columbus and Indianapolis are well within the grade A contour, yet only 70% of their population can be served because of the interference from urban man-made noise. One of the main arguments for higher power was to offset the substantial increase in man-made noise. Electrical appliances are the main cause of this interference. To illustrate this, notice the rapid increase in electrical energy consumption between 1938 and 1958. Since most electric appliances generate some form of electrical noise, the result was an increase in interference to AM radio reception. Note that rural electric energy consumption increased far more rapidly than urban consumption. The black areas on this map indicate where AM nighttime ground wave reception was available as of 1957. The white areas are locations where no nighttime ground wave reception was available. The people living in these white areas depended entirely upon the Skywave service from clear channel stations for their nighttime reception. It's interesting to note that even today, the white areas remain virtually unchanged. Over 75% of the population residing in the white areas lies east of the Mississippi River. In 1946, the FCC initiated hearings to determine the future of AM broadcasting, particularly focusing on clear channel stations. These hearings, designated as Docket 6741, would drag on for many years. In 1960, the FCC reopened Docket 6741 and proposed assigning additional stations to some of the channels. WLW joined with other clear channel stations in opposing the plan. In addition, they presented detailed exhibits showing that a better method of providing nighttime reception to the white areas would be to maintain the clear channel concept and permit them to increase power to 1 million watts.
This would be the average nighttime coverage of WLW when operating with a power of 1 million watts. The previously mentioned ground wave service remains nearly the same as the daytime map, except for the distortion or selective fading zone, which limits reception approximately 100 miles from the station because the ground wave and the sky wave are nearly equal in intensity. This area is represented by the yellow ring covering parts of Ohio, Indiana, and Kentucky. The nighttime coverage is represented by types D, E, and F reception as shown in the cross-hatched red, orange, and yellow areas. The D, or red area, represents the most reliable service expected to be available 90% or more of the nights of the year. The F, or yellow area, represents the least reliable service, expected to be available only 50% of the nights. Adjacent channel interference is also a factor, but is not shown on this map. The red area on this map shows how WLW, with a power of 1 million watts, could cover a substantial portion of the existing white area in the eastern part of the country. This coverage is based upon average atmospheric noise data. Nighttime atmospheric noise is the predominant limitation to skywave service. Atmospheric noise varies greatly with the seasons, being lowest in the winter months and highest in summer due to thunderstorm activity. The prediction of atmospheric noise was based on a report published by the International Telecommunications Union in Geneva. A portion of the data was gathered by WLW engineers who made continuous chart recordings of atmospheric noise for many years at a site near Cincinnati. Here we see the nighttime field intensities which would be required in the summer to override atmospheric noise 50% or more of the time. Recall the map showing the proposed WLW nighttime coverage at 1 million watts. For comparison, this map shows the nighttime coverage at 50,000 watts. You'll notice that there is no red or D-grade service at this power. To illustrate how coverage varies with seasons, this map shows the predicted winter nighttime coverage. From this, you can see why WLW, which had similar coverage with 500,000 watts, became known as the nation's station. In 1960, as convincing as the arguments in favor of high power on AM radio seemed to be, FM and television had become major factors, and AM radio no longer was the dominant communications medium. The FCC began to assign additional stations on some of the clear channel frequencies, and the long quest for high power for AM radio died. This program was researched and written by Clyde G. Hanley and Edwin B. Dooley, both of whom were registered professional engineers in the state of Ohio. As engineering executives with Avco and Crosley Broadcasting, they worked extensively on the 500,000-watt engineering and the litigation aspects of the Clear Channel High Power proposals. I'm your narrator, Bill Myers. This concludes another All Things Radio Live. Join us every Thursday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern for the latest radio news, interviews, caller questions and comments, station scopes, and more. Visit the show's official website at www.allthingsradio.net and visit the Legend website at legendoldies.com. Join us again next week for another All Things Radio Live on the Worldwide Legend.